1059 The Region, in partnership with REMAX Prime Properties, present On the Market, real estate advice that works for you. Have a real estate question? Call us at 416-335-1059. Tweet us at 1059 The Region or email us at info at 1059theregion.com. This is 1059 The Region. I'm Tina Cortez with On The Market, York Region's exclusive radio real estate show. Our top story this week, as more and more homeowners face mortgage renewals at surprisingly higher interest rates, some are facing the dreaded prospect of having to sell a home they can no longer afford. Becky Western McFadden with Credit Canada says there are steps homeowners can take before putting a for sale sign on the front lawn. We have three steps that we always want to share. So number one, the first step is to rework household spending. Number two is to shop around for the best mortgage. And number three is to then consider letting go of the property. Now, primarily, she says, try reworking household spending or shop around for a better mortgage deal. The last resort would be considering letting go of the property altogether. Over to our real estate expert, Asif Khan, from REMAX Prime Properties, with his take on the current atmosphere in the field. Asif, what do you think? I think these are some valid concerns, and I've actually seen renewals coming into my clients, which are significantly higher than what they had signed for five years ago or even three years ago. And even short-term ones that were two years ago, they're significantly higher right now. And what we're telling people is exactly that, shop around, because the letters they're getting from their banks have posted rates. And it's really scaring a lot of people right now because they're looking at these. I've seen some in the sevens and eights for the renewals. But you can get a mortgage around the 6%, 5.8%. You have to shop around. And maybe it's even signing for a little bit higher, but shorter term. And that will put you through into a, a situation where you could renew for a lot less. So there's so many different options, but make sure you're talking to a mortgage broker that can shop your mortgage around and be able to get you that right deal. So the A lender is the bank. B lenders are which ones? Well, B lenders are also banks and the okay. renewals are coming from the current institution they're with. So it could be coming from B lender. But when you're looking at renewing your mortgage and you shop it around, you'll be surprised as to how quickly even your bank will drop the rate as soon as they find out that you're shopping. Now, what about finding that mortgage specialist? Where do you start the search for that person? Speak to your realtor. There's a lot of people that uh, we know and trust in the business. And what you want to do is you don't just want the cheapest rate. You want the best product that suits your lifestyle and your needs. So make sure that you're not just rate shopping. Get the right product. And a professional mortgage broker who's in it full time that deals with this every day is going to give you some options, not just one type of deal. And they're going to let you know what those options are, what the cancellation fees are in case you're moving within the three years or five years that you're signing for. And they'll also uh, introduce some uh, concept that some people may not have heard of is interest rate differential. And what happens is if you sign for uh, a mortgage now and say the rate goes up 
and you have to move or, or renew your mortgage at that time, you don't want to cancel your mortgage without knowing what the penalties are. So they'll be able to explain all of that to you and make sure that, you're again, you're going in eyes wide open into these situations so that you're aware of how it's going to affect you in the future. Now, Asif, home ownership is on the minds of so many, isn't it? It sure is, Tina. And joining us to discuss further is King Mayor Steve Pellegrini. Mr. Mayor, welcome to On the Market. Thank you for inviting me. Now, Steve, uh, you're the chair for the Small Urban GTA Mayors. Tell us a little bit about this group and your role within. Sure. Um, The chair actually rotates throughout uh, every couple years. And it's a collection of the uh, GTA small mayors. So you've got Aurora, Bradford, Brock, Burlington uh, sits there as kind of a a um, connection between the large urban mayors and the smalls. We also have Caledon, East Gwillimbury, Georgina, Halton Hills, King, Newmarket, Orangeville, Scugog, Stouffville, and Uxbridge. So a good collection of the mayors of the uh, smaller urban centers. And Mr. Mayor, why is a group like this necessary? So, first of all, it's great to share information amongst all of us. We have very similar um, issues that we deal with. And it's also, a, uh, uh, more importantly, an advocacy group. Um, We can advocate as one voice for many municipalities. And that's what happens also with the larger urban mayors you hear about uh, uh, they get together and you know advocate for uh, sometimes very similar issues sometimes a little uh, different because of the size and a lot of the cities and towns that you mentioned Stouffville, East Gwillimbury, King there seems to be a lot of development happening there and housing seems to be a top priority for all levels of government how will this group work with the province and the federal government to accelerate housing development within their areas So um, we're very eager to work with both um, levels, both federal and provincial levels of government. People also have to remember we're lower tier. There's our upper tiers, be it Durham, uh, Peel, York, Simcoe. Um, Those are the levels of government that provide housing, social housing, seniors housing, affordable housing. It's not at the the local level that we put shovels in the grounds to build houses. So um, we're saying uh, you got to work with the right levels and how we can achieve the goal that everybody wants to do, and that's have more affordable housing for all. Mayor Pellegrini, how will this group address the issue not only of inventory, but also the number of homes available, but also, you know, the cost to home buyers? So <laughs> that's, that's the, you know, million-dollar mm. question here. And uh, I, I want to put a little uh, information in context here. So King Township, for example, we are in October right now. So 10 months in, we've collected 6% of our development charges. So development charges are paid when development occurs. So extrapolate that. There is a 
no growth happening, and this is very common across the municipalities. We have over 2,500 draft plan approved um, uh, homes, but the builders right now are not building. So unless, and this is one of the, the, the reasons we're advocating for the federal and provincial governments to provide funding to the upper tiers so that they could actually start building affordable units. Um, right now, if we rely on developers, they also, they have a return on their investment. If, if it's not going to make money right now, they're not going to build. And we're on a big stop. And, and Mr. Mayor, we've heard uh, that we seem to be on pace for that huge goal of number of homes that they said needed to be built over 10 years. But now CMHC came out with a report that we're going to need double the number of homes. And now we're hearing that because of the delays, supply chain delays, the lack of available uh, labor, there's been a lot of cancellations of projects and delays in projects. How do we get back on track? Is it allowing more skilled trades to move into Canada? or How are we going to get back on track with building? There are so many uh, moving parts. You're bang on. Uh, labor shortages are number one. Cost of materials, inflation, number two. Interest rates. People are still a little, uh, uh, I guess, uh, very cautious and um uh, they're not sure where mortgage rates are. And, and you know, this is my personal opinion, but uh, mortgage rates at 5%, that's, <laughs> that's not a bad mortgage rate. Like, that's kind of a normal mortgage. My first home, I paid 18 and three quarters percent, and that was a deal. That's right. uh, the days of 1% or 2%, I think, we'll, we'll not, we won't see again. But 5% is kind of a, a, a you know, I, I think, an average mortgage rate. Mr. Mayor, what about um, a message for perhaps your constituents or those listening who don't believe the dream of home ownership is a reality? What do you want to say to them? Uh, this, it's not just my residents. I have five children, and trying to get them into homes, we're all uh, working through this. Um, the, the, the mix... And, and, and again, I keep saying we need an injection from both the federal and provincial government to assist with making uh, affordable units. Uh, there's no other way to do this unless all levels of government work together to achieve this. And we're all poised to. And, you know, unfortunately, I think a lot of it's been said, oh, uh, municipalities aren't uh, getting building permits out. But I'm here to say that's that's just not true. I'm sitting on 2,500 building permits right now that the builders don't want. And if you speak to the other mayors, they'll all tell you there is a glut of um, building permits that are being held right now. And uh, if there is not uh, federal and provincial money to help, I'll use the word subsidize the construction, it, it's not going to occur in a, uh, a timely manner. And for our listeners, Mr. Mayor, what's next for them to be able to get into these homes? I've uh, actually spoken with uh, 
the leader of the Conservatives with his homeownership plan that they want to put in place. And, and I, I told them, you know, they're, they're trying to tie, uh, you have to do 15% each year building permits. And I told them, I said, that's not achievable by municipalities that don't build homes. I can get permits ready, but if a developer doesn't want to build, you're going to penalize us. And again, there's different situations. Uh, King, for example, is 99% Oak Ridge's Moraine and Greenbelt. We have very, very limited uh, development. We're all protected. So to then penalize us and say, well, you'll never get any infrastructure money, that's, that's not fair either. So we all need to sit down and work this through in all areas. We need to have the developers at the table, the municipalities at the, the table, and even the banks to figure this out. And with uh, the work that your team is doing, the, the small urban GTA mayors, thank you for advocating for home ownership and trying to make it easier for our listeners to get into their first home or second home. Uh, Mr. Mayor, thank you for joining us. If our listeners want more information about what's happening in King, where can they find that? So king.ca and, uh, Thank you so very much for this opportunity. Always appreciate speaking to you guys. Thank you. Have a great day. You as well. After the break, the interest rate conversation. This is On the Market on 105.9 The Region. Stay with us. Need to connect with Asif Khan from Remax Prime Properties? Call him, 416-985-Khan. That's 416-985-5426. Or email asif at thehomeshop.ca. Now, back to On the Market on 105.9 The Region. Welcome back to On the Market, York Region's radio real estate show. Over to my co-host and our real estate expert, Asif Khan from Remax Prime Properties. And Asif... What do you want to say about mortgage rates and the announcement that came out earlier this week? I think it was uh, expected with the inflation numbers coming down a little bit uh, earlier this month. We expected the Bank of Canada to stay and, and hold the rate. And that's exactly what's happening. And I think that's good news for buyers and sellers because it provides them a little bit more confidence and consumer confidence drives the market. So now you're going to start to see people make those decisions. Hopefully this is, you know, we're on the tail end of all of the increases and we're going to start to see some relief midway through 2024. Uh, there's one more announcement coming before that, though, and so we'll have to see how how we're doing in terms of inflation and rates, but the rate hold wasn't a surprise to many. Okay, so we got a hold in early September. We got a hold earlier this week. What are you thinking for, you know, later this year? I think as long as the inflation has some downward pressure and and we're starting to see the economy stagnate a bit. I mean, it seems odd to say, you know, a stagnant economy is going to be better for home ownership, but it's, uh, it's what the BOC is looking for. And I think we may see another rate hold uh, at the uh, the December announcement and then heading into the new year. Well, I'm thinking probably midway through 2024, we're probably going to see a quarter point decrease. Now, what about the previous rate increases? What kind of effect did they have on your industry, on the real estate market? They pretty much 
crippled the market because mm-hmm. they really played with people's emotions and and their confidence in the market because they didn't know what to expect. The other thing is there's so many people that have mortgages coming up and they didn't want to jump into anything long term. So it, it was a very stagnant market since August. Uh, August and September were some of our quieter months. And, and same with October and until we had this rate announcement. We'll, we'll see a little bit of a flurry now over the next four to six weeks. But after that, uh, look for the market to be pretty quiet through to, say, January 15th, 20th or so. And then it'll start. Uh, we start getting into the late winter market and kicks into the spring market, which will should be pretty active with, uh, you know, people looking for rate decreases moving forward. What are you hearing from your clients, from the buyers and sellers? The, you know, they must be nervous. They must be worried if, you know, if they do sell their home, where are they going to go? Because inventory, as you have said, is very low. It's really low, and the reason we're not seeing a lot of people move up or down, it's because they've purchased their homes in the last three years, four years, and they still have maybe a couple of years left on the great rate that they got a few years ago. So you're not seeing them put their house on the market because they're going to get a lot less house for the payment they're going to be making. So that whole segment of people that would traditionally move in two, three, four years, we haven't had that, uh, especially this year. So... That takes a huge chunk of potential inventory out of the market, and we need that to continue to fuel the market and and have inventory for buyers to buy. So there's been slim pickings for buyers over the last six to eight months, and that's probably going to continue into next spring. Okay, and that's what I wanted to talk to you about. Here we are, end of October. We've got November and December. What do you think is going to happen? November will be pretty active. Now that we have some consumer confidence returning with the the last hold, that should fuel us for the short term. And you'll start to see some buyers getting into the market because the buyers just didn't decide they're never going to own a home again. They were just waiting for some sort of certainty. And a couple of rate holes does provide that. There's a always some nervousness about what's going to happen in December or what's going to happen early in the year. But if you're signing on for a three or four or five year term now, you know that rate's going to be pretty steady throughout. And a lot of people are now turning to variable rates again because of the uh, potential rate decreases coming up in 2024. So even if you sign with a variable right now, the likelihood is that it's not going to go up much higher and you're going to start to see some relief coming through to help out mid-2024 or so. Are your clients also expecting to see prices of homes on the decline? They're expecting to see that, but again, as we've mentioned earlier, the average price was on a decline because the higher-end homes weren't selling. It was simply too expensive for people to move into those homes at the interest rates that we were seeing. So I expect some of the detached segment to start taking off, uh, maybe through late winter, early spring 2024, and that's going to start driving the average price up. Now, remember, it's not the price going up significantly. It's just adding that high-end market back in or the detached market back into the, the weighted sales is going to make the appearance that the average price is starting to go up. But if you're comparing apples to apples, I think it's going to be a fairly steady 3 to 4% increase. So it's not going to be huge, but we'll, it'll appear to be huge because the average price is going to be driven up by the addition of detached homes into the mix. 
When we come back, your real estate questions. This is On the Market on 105.9 The Region. Stay with us. Need to connect with Asif Khan from Remax Prime Properties? Call him, 416-985-Khan. That's 416-985-5426. Or email asif at thehomeshop.ca. Now, back to On the Market on 105.9 The Region. Welcome back to On the Market. Your questions for Asif Khan are next. And we begin with Jim from Richmond Hill. He wants to know if you think he should sell his detached home sooner rather than later, considering that prices are expected to continue to come down. Asif, what are your thoughts? Jim, well, prices are not going to come down until we have an influx of inventory, not just a few more homes on the market. We need a significant influx in inventory for prices to be affected at all. In fact, as we sit right now, prices continue to climb the average price is what you're seeing decline. And the average price is declining because we're not selling a lot of the high-end homes and that's contributing to the weighted average coming down. But if you think about it, if you're looking at townhouses to townhouses or semis to semis or even detached to detached, those prices, there's not a lot of great deals out there. And even if it's down in some segments, it might be 3 4 5%, but you're not seeing those drastic declines. So you're safe to sell when Whenever, uh, as long as inventory remains low, there's always going to be demand that outweighs supply. And that is good news for sellers. And is inventory traditionally low at this time of year? It traditionally is because people are getting ready for Christmas and taking the new year off. They're going to start hitting the market around February, mid-February, end of February. And that's the early spring market or late winter market, which that's when you see people holding off offers, trying to get multiple offers on properties. And then you get into the spring market, which is the highest levels of inventory. And that's going to be between, say, March to June. And then you get into the summer market after that, which is a little bit quieter, but still pretty active. If we look at this current fall market, would you characterize it as a buyer's market or a seller's market? It's still a seller's market. It's closer to a buyer's market than we've ever been in the last five years or so, but it's still a seller's market because of the lack of inventory. And even though demand has been softer because people are waiting to see what happens with the market and interest rates, it's still pretty active for buyers and there's not a lot of choice out there. All right, on to our next question. Thanks to those ads encouraging Ontarians to leave the province and head to Alberta, Frances is considering the move, but she wants to know if it's as easy as it sounds. Asif, what does she need to know before taking this really big step? It certainly is a big step, Frances, and it's not as easy as it sounds. It's easy to purchase a property there, but if you're going to consider living there and moving there, you may want to visit first, get an idea for what the areas offer because there's so many different cities, towns, areas, and you want to make sure that where you're moving, it's very different than where you live because you know what the the good areas are, the hot areas are, uh, what the demographics are like, what the shopping's like, how far it is from certain things. So you want to be able to do the same 
same thing when you're moving to a different province and you want to visit the areas that would feel like home. So make sure you go out there and even if it's getting a short-term rental and staying for a little bit in each area before you make that big jump into home ownership, because once you buy that home, the likelihood is you're going to be there for at least three to five years before you make your next move. So make sure that uh, you're taking all the right steps to make that jump. So a short-term rental is like taking it out for a test drive. That's exactly it. And there's so many options available now with Airbnbs or or even extended stay hotels. There's so many options available that you can actually go there and live comfortably while you make that decision. So it could be while your home is for sale here and you allow showings to happen while you're away. So you get a lot more people through. And at the same time, you're spending some time in Alberta getting to know the areas. And trying to find that agent who is your eyes and ears on the ground, probably a good idea. It certainly is. And we have many partners that are out in Alberta that are really busy right now. It's one of the the fastest growing provinces in, in terms of residential sales. So you want to be able to connect with someone who's an expert in the area and will be able to point you in the right direction. And technology can certainly be an asset in terms of perhaps FaceTime meetings or getting a tour of a home through FaceTime. Yeah, we learned a lot of new tools uh, that we used during the COVID period when we couldn't even be face-to-face. So there's so much available now with virtual tours, Matterport tours, uh, drone videos that will really give you a good idea as to what the areas are like and, and what the places are like. And what if Francis is visiting Alberta, you know, maybe settling in Calgary or Edmonton, getting to know the neighbors or the people who live there? How do you do that? It's, again, if you're there for the short-term rental type of situation, you can kind of go out and see neighbors uh, surrounding the houses that you're visiting, maybe even visiting on a weekend when people are home and outside or or walking around. Uh, You may want to visit community events and get to know people there. There's a lot that goes into that big move because this certainly is a big move. It's not from uh, one house to another house in the same subdivision here. This is an interpreter provincial move and you not only want to be comfortable where you're moving because you never know what the areas are like. You may have heard about them or seen them and they look great in pictures, but once you're there, you'll really get a handle on it. And it's also about understanding the business transaction. It might be different in Alberta than it is here in Ontario in terms of even land transfer fees or something like that. Yeah, there's, uh, and again, that's why it's important to work with an expert mm. that's actually boots on the ground in Alberta because they'll be able to tell you, uh, you know, even buying in cottage country here. A lot of realtors will be able to assist you in Ontario, but there's only a certain group of people that understand wells and septic and drainage and water supply and everything like that. So when you're dealing with an expert, they're going to know all the intricacies of the different areas and what makes a a house a home for you. As a reminder, if you have questions for On The Market, hit send anytime to info at 1059theregion.com. But Asif, if our listeners prefer to contact you directly, how can they do that? They can connect with me on X at Remax Allstar, or they can reach me by cell 416-985-5426. If you missed any part of our show, go to 1059theregion.com or wherever you get your favorite podcasts, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and Audible. I'm Tina Cortez. Thank you for listening. Need to connect with Asif Khan from Remax Prime Properties? Call him, 416-985-Khan. That's 416-985-5426. Or email asif at thehomeshop.ca.